LeBron and KD yeah. are not still the best players. That's in where the KD and he responded and said, "I'm a god." <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about, dude? Like, it's times like that. If I'm getting sweat, I'm just gonna lay low for a little bit. You know, I'm just gonna relax. Yeah, I mean, people joke about like they, there's always the Cancun jokes. Is that yeah. once you eliminated, then like they go to yeah. Cancun? Uh-huh. But honestly. If you get swept in the go first to Cancun, round, go bro. to can, go, <laughs> yes. go to Cancun and chill out Just for a month. Just go relax with all these guys. <laughs> like, yo, 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 guys! Welcome to episode thirty-three <laughs> of the Harvester Sports Podcast. Yes, sir. It's your boys, Noah, Austin. And Austin. Did mean, you point at me and say Noah? <laughs> Noah, uh, uh, no. That's not right. Noah, I'm I'm Noah. <laughs> and I am Austin. Welcome back. It's, uh, we're going to have another great one for you guys today. Someone I, told us we called it a show, so that was pretty clean. Have I told you about the Noah Instagram account that follows me? It's called the Noah Movement. There's like 8,000 people all named Noah. And it's just <laughs> Noah propaganda about how Noah's the Do you want to tell them about the, the uh, Twitter account you're trying to get banned that has your name? <laughs> oh, yeah. If you... If you, <laughs> if you guys we want start an army. to do, yeah. find the Twitter account I would never encourage you to falsely report somebody, but if you wanted to report at exactly. Noah Pitcher for identity theft, then that would be cool. Because he's trying to get the username. Because yeah, I, want I hope the they user- mess up and they he, all spam report it's you. Some, it's some dude that he hasn't posted since like, like 2012. The last thing he posted was Dumb Ways to Die. Do you remember that game? Oh, I remember that. <laughs> oh, that's clear. Yeah, so he's not particularly active. Yeah, but And still, I want to be able to get rid of the little initial exactly. in my name. That would be clean. If they messed up and they all started spamming you. Oh, if they actually you. report me fighting <laughs> theft. Yeah. Or if I'm he comes back and he just tweets like you thought you could get rid of me. <laughs> <laughs> just really say, I know what you're doing at Harvester Sports. <laughs> That's oh, I need to talk to Elon about it. I'm, oh, I'm yeah. DM Elon. Hey yo, this ad. thought you could stop guy. me and then all the uh, dumb ways to die group starts coming in. <laughs> Little characters. <laughs> Dumb way. Then that was that a commercial first, right? It's like a no. I I just know that the game, the app, that was very like morbid if you actually think about it. Yeah, right. I think it was the way it started. I think it was like a train commercial in like Sweden. Oh yeah, well that was the first one. Was like he walked out onto the train tracks. Yeah, and, hit or something. and it was trying to be like don't. don't oh, it was like tracks. warning you that that was like yeah. a dumb way to die. And then they turned that, which into is a, a wild way to con- that into a video to game. convince people to stay away from train tracks. Is just yeah. this would be a dumb way to die exactly. if you walked onto the train <laughs> yeah. tracks. That'd be dumb. That'd be super yeah. dumb of you. And then it's like, <laughs> like and then you watch all, right. like all these cartoons, and then it's so graphic that dude getting shot like hunting. Like what is going on? <laughs> yeah, that when. <laughs> but yeah, but why little me? That, that was like, a slippery slope. It started off as like a public announcement, and then like me tying coop in like new york just listen to it like this well make this video I mean, they made the song way too much of a oh banger. it was a banger <laughs> all right now let's get serious it's <laughs> been serious yeah so yeah last week we're gonna talk about the nba in a little bit but last week we talked about Kyrie and mlb uh <laughs> players and fans fighting right with fans in the city. and it's gotten worse since we last talked <laughs> yeah there's there's so- something in the vibe going there's something in the water where, going on where fans and well, I think fans feed off of other fans too. I think so too. Like I, I think like fans in one state here. Oh, there's an uprising, and now we all have to be. Like, <laughs> or if like if we're in one, if like if we're over here and we hear oh the Yankees are getting booed over here, and the Yankees come to our town, we're gonna keep that up now. Like you, you think you can get away? No, nah, it's it's happening here too. <laughs> well, that was the the Jock Peterson one was super clean. Yeah, where mm-hmm. he uh, there was the fan heckling him. 
And then he turned, looked at the fan, turned around, and hit a home, <laughs> yeah. hit a home run. Looked at him, and then dogged around Yo, the bases. That was clean. And he even hit the Superman going around the bases. Yeah. That one's sick. He. It would have been cooler in a Dodger uniform. It would have been cool. <laughs> <laughs> but like, what do you think's going on? You think it's just like, just tension, like fans seeing other fans doing this, and so everyone's kind of like amped up. Like, I hope this happens at our game, like stuff like that. I don't know. I also think there's a big difference between. I I don't know what the fan that fan said to Jock that yeah. made him. Mm-hmm go yard like that (laughs) that that made him violate that poor fan if you're him maybe you want him behind you every at bat now (laughs) but um i mean the the worst one was for sure the yankees fans what they were doing to the guardians Mm -hmm. players of throwing because that that wasn't even just like that wasn't even one fan out of line that was that was the entire outfield 20 to 30 beer cans and bottles and then, I, most of them like full. It looks oh, like yeah. that we're getting and then, just full beer cans hitting people in the back of the head. And oh, stuff. and and that hurts like the fans' reputation because like <clears throat> that group of fans is now going to make all the fans look bad. You know what I'm saying? Like you have these outliers, but now it's all Yankee fans are like this, which is like what's happening now. Because well, the dumbest thing about all that to me, well, I mean, the dumbest thing is th- throwing, throwing stuff at the players, throwing, yeah. throwing some of the players. But besides that, uh, the Yankees won, which yeah. was super mm-hmm. weird to me. That like. It's it's not better, but it's more understandable where that comes from. If they uh, had just like if they had just lost in a walk off fashion, yeah, then you're like, oh, this sucks. You like, yeah, and then you're throwing stuff. But your team just won, and then you stole that moment from. I don't I I don't remember who hit the walk off hit, but like that moment is ruined for him. Exactly, because it's not it's about now, him Yeah, anymore. it's all it's overshadowed by the fans and the outfielders now yeah. into a fight. And I like the yeah, outfielders. Yeah, like you think Aaron Judge wants to be. Out in the outfield, having to calm down Yankees fans, yeah. telling them don't throw stuff. No, he like, wants to be celebrating with his boys. Yeah, that just he won had, a game. they had to run out to the outfield and say, "Please stop." Yeah, you think, <laughs> like this is enough. Like the, as a Yankees, like if you're one of those Yankees fans, would you feel good putting your team in that position yeah, where they're like <laughs> having to babysit you instead of celebrating with their team? Oh, yeah, and like sports teams, they don't take this stuff lightly. Like you're gonna get banned <clears> like for life if they find out who you are. Like I, people get banned like this all the time, like streakers especially and stuff like that. Like you're out of here. I know, uh, I mean, uh, Dave Portnoy has been gone like from every NFL game, right? Just yeah, <laughs> for heckling. I, uh, a lot of them. From, yeah. Because he's got beef with uh, Rodgers. Yeah. But like if they, if these teams, which they've said, I know I think the Yankees came out and said they're doing an investigation on the fans. Like if they find out exactly who you are, which is not hard. They can probably just see what row the seat was in. You know what I'm saying? They probably track you down pretty quick. <laughs> like you're probably, you're like, you're going to take that and just get banned. Never be, be able to go back to Yankee Stadium. Like that doesn't seem like a good trade-off to me. Yeah, I, I mean, it's just dumb people getting caught up in the moment and being stupid. But, yeah, I mean, that, that's ridiculously so yeah. far out of line. And now all the stuff like people, be, like players being mic'd up and stuff, like we can start to hear some of these conversations. And now it's getting even more well, wild. Everybody's, <laughs> like, everybody's recording always. Yeah. Like, there's always at least one phone recording yeah. somewhere at the very least. If this was back in the day, maybe you could get get away with this like yelling something at a player but now someone's going to catch what you said mm-hmm. or even the player is going to be mic'd up and he's going to catch what the player says you know what I'm saying? it might it might backtrack on you for a little bit but so about the mb also let's talk about the umps the ump situation has gotten controversial <laughs> specifically one ump in particular you want to talk about that yeah well i mean angel hernandez has been has been under fire for as like as long as i can remember he's yeah. been like the face of bad officiating in sports mm-hmm. that people talk about which first of all most good umpires you don't know their name yeah <laughs> like, that's what we were talking about earlier it's bad that you know who this man which is, is almost too bad because like 
when an ump has a really good game where they're calling like 96 97 percent of strikes correctly uh nobody ever talks about it which is kind of too bad but also Mm. that's par for the course um but yeah i mean angel hernandez had some awful ones the other night in the phillies game and it's it's almost like that thing with like that uh, thing about kickers and punters right you shouldn't know, like you don't know their name till something bad happens you know it's kind of like that with umps right like you're not going to know the kicker's name unless he's like insane like vegetarian stuff we're not gonna know the kicker's name unless he misses one and your team doesn't go to the playoffs right that's why we know nope nice i was gonna say his name and i forgot the vikings kicker <laughs> blair walsh that's, yeah I was like, that's why we know blair walsh's name because he missed the field goal to take them to the playoffs mm-hmm. but yeah so it's once you know the ump's name it's probably not a good thing that your name's floating around that yeah. common one well, also in light of um, everything that's going on in discussion between <clears throat> uh, the commissioner and the MLB right now, it's also a matter of, it's not like, oh, well, what are you going to do? It's like, no, there's people making a case to replace you with machines. So yeah. there, it's not mm-hmm. like, like if umps are doing a bad job, then yeah, they could end up getting replaced. And how do you feel about this? I, I know my, my family's always been like, they like the human aspect of the umpire and mm-hmm. like replacing it with a hundred percent accurate machine would like would hurt the game or like would lose some of the games like authentic value yeah i tend to i mean there's some situations where like that call in the phillies game in the ninth yeah. inning which makes me be like yeah, i understand why people want mm-hmm. the robot yeah. robot umpires but i still I still can't really get fully on board with that. Yeah, I there are better umps than like not all umps are going to be as inaccurate as Angel. So you just find a better ump. You don't need to go full robot. Well, I also think that um, I don't think, which maybe this is a weird thing to say, but I don't think that every strike in the strike zone should be called a strike, and every strike outside of the strike zone should, or every ball outside of the strike zone mm-hmm. should be called a ball. I think that. Um, it's the job of the catcher to frame it. Yeah, because exactly. because that that's part of what makes a good catcher uh-huh. is their ability to make this look like a strike. Uh-huh. So th- that kind of implores that human aspect of the yeah. umpire, where the the reality is the catcher is trying to fool the umpire into thinking these are all strikes. Exactly. Yeah. Which is kind of weird because then you look at it, you're like, no, that wasn't that wasn't a strike. That was a ball, but uh-huh. the catcher did a really good job of framing. framing it. Yeah. And then how are you going to do that with a robot? Just, yeah, exactly. The point would just, you just keep your hand on I mean, the catcher where it's at. It just makes it so that having a good catcher in that regard is not as important. Yeah, exactly. Like you don't need a catcher that can frame things perfectly. Like instead you just, now you're going to find catcher just like better arm and stuff like that. You're not going to need one that can frame it perfectly. Like you do nowadays. Have you seen uh, the little kid online? That's he's I like have, nine, dude. I the nine year old. I've said to him, I said, I want this kid to be my friend. <laughs> did, did you see the video of him uh, tossing people? Did he toss like, like he, He's like ejected coaches. Like he's actually, um, <laughs> he's like a nine year old. I don't know what leagues he's umping for, but he's in there. And I take a, it. I, I take it back. I want to be my friend, but if he threw me, I'd pick him up and I'd toss. No, him. that's like if I, <laughs> like if I was a player and a nine year old uh, tries to eject me, then. I'm just, what do you do? Yeah, I, you no. inject me. Guess what? I'm gonna put you on top uh, on top of the dugout. <laughs> <laughs> like what happens then? But he's also his calls are pretty cool. He's got a little. <laughs> yeah, he he's doing he's good. Little, <laughs> <laughs> that one's really good. <laughs> and he never says strike. Like no, his, yeah. his strike call is never just strike. It's always who. Oh, mine wouldn't be strike either. Uh, <laughs> And probably that, I'd hit that one too. Probably the the flick. That, that's <laughs> the best one. My ball wouldn't be a ball. Code. They go up. Oh. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> yeah, if they throw a ball, I'd say, oh, man. <laughs> I'd <go>, dang. <laughs> I'd go, <laughs> I'd, no, it'd go, I'd go, I'd say, that should be a strike. <laughs> what, do you, what do you think, man? I'd go, what do I say? What do I say? <laughs> only, only two things to say. What do I do? What do I do? I wouldn't. <laughs> see, I, sometimes I think I would just not react the right way where sometimes there'd be like in my head i'd be thinking about my strike call and uh-huh. then it'd be a ball and i would do the strike thing just out of <laughs> out of instinct and then do i <laughs> just like my my instant reaction Dude, in like junior high when i played baseball i had a weird ump but first off they're terrifying as a little kid because they're wearing like the pads and stuff mm-hmm. so there's just a massive man standing like right behind me but the weird thing about him it was in baker's do he would like talk to me while i was hitting and it's the weirdest thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, it'd be like, I'd let a ball go. you go, good one. <laughs> I'm like, please, dude, I'm so scared right now. <laughs> good take. Hey, good eye, kid. I'm like, please, I'm so scared, dude. I would have swung at that one. Don't let it happen again. <laughs> this one's going to be inside. <laughs> Duck. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. You better get your head down for this one. <laughs> a couple of days ago, I saw a batter try to execute the catcher. Yeah. Like, he just took his head off. Wait. did you? Which one are you talking about? We can tell both of them. Are there multiple? Which one are you talking about? The one where the pitcher the pitcher trucked the base runner that hit a home run. He was running around third. Oh, yeah. Okay. I was talking about a different one, but that was also a great story. Okay. I'm glad there's <laughs> I'm, I'm glad there's multiple ones where that's a phenomenon. We, you know, we were talking about what did the what did the um what did the batter have to say to that pitcher to yeah, make him was, hit him? He hit a home run, was trotting around third base, and then the pitcher just turns in. And like, like lays him out, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then the bases or the stands clear, and everyone's in the fight now. What did you have to say? I'd be chirping too, probably. Um, it's probably like, <laughs> like in MLB the show, how we were hitting the oh the emojis, <laughs> and then the emojis were like after they strike out, you say nice hit, yeah, and then I realized right. that I'm pretty sure it's our like, own only team us that sees that. It. So we're flaming each other. Yeah, the whole the whole game. Whenever we'd strike them out, I'd go nice hit, <laughs> and then realize good one. That was actually. Just that was just for us. They couldn't even or see right that. Right before you pitch, you say you say strike one, and then he hits that out of the park. <laughs> but the one I saw was legit. Felt like an execution because it was just the catcher was like getting down, and the batter was just practice swinging, and he took one back and just nailed the catcher in the mouth, like just at the plate. Jeez. I was like, all right. <laughs> and then I was like, do you think it's on purpose? I was like, it looks like he looked back and just <laughs> so this dude's gone. <laughs> Shouldn't laugh at that, but you know, is it isn't it weird that? It started last year where Kyle Pitts is a couple months younger than me. Does it hurt your heart now seeing that these NFL stars are going to be younger than us? Or are you just ready for it? No, it means I'm better than them. <laughs> it means <laughs> it means it means that I could get in there and be better than these guys. <laughs> the mental maturity level of me is probably better. <laughs> no, I'm talking uh, Oh, just physical. <laughs> physically you're <laughs> It's always uh, when that video came out like last year where it's like, uh, I was like some dude was in college. He's like, my name could get called. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You never know. Your name could just get called. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's fact. There's no law saying you can't be drafted. Like your name could just get called tomorrow or Thursday. It probably might. It, it might. There's a chance it could get called. What, what if you're just watching TV and we're just sitting there? It just says, or it doesn't even say your name. It just, it just turns says you. you. And then the door kicks in and Roger Goodell's in the house. <laughs> <laughs> just dragging us out. <laughs> just makes you do tryouts in the middle of the street <laughs> what's your 40 kid what's your 40 got him one of the weirdest things i've seen in a minute was yesterday the news out of nowhere that the packers were supposedly trying to trade for darren waller right and Derek came out and said no chances happening but the thing to me was like people actually believe in this like what could the raiders get out of it like what was the what did the what do people think we wanted well i 
I believe I, I can see why the Packers would want him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I understand that part, but like, I mean, I don't I like don't just know. <laughs> just like our boy DCA tweeted. He was like, "Breaking news: Team wants great player." <laughs> yeah, t- team that got rid of great player wants great player. Great player. Like, <laughs> yeah, man, of course. Yeah, but, that's what happens when you get rid of your star receivers. You want a star tight end. But like, like even like, if they were like, "Here, take your first back and take whatever our first, whatever the trade was," I was like, "We don't need. We're not in like." We're not in a okay. Let's rebuild a little bit. We're in like it. We're going forward. Darren Waller needs to be a part of the team. Yeah, I mean, I, the term like win now mode, I feel like yeah. has a negative connotation. Exactly. Yeah. But we're in a mode where we're ready to compete. Uh huh. Like exactly. we're like these. Are Which the is probably boys. a better term than like win now. Like just ready to compete. As, yeah. As, like this as, is a competitive team. Yeah, because I, I like I legit don't know. The only reason it could be it was like if Darren Waller legit was like wants more money and it'd be hard for the Bears to give it to him right now. That's the only thing I could think of. But I don't even I don't even think that. I think it seems like everything's like great and fine right now. Like the, what we hear. Yeah. I think this was just some some news that just got sparked up for no reason out of nowhere. Just like Packers want Darren Waller. Well, it's also the the, the phrasing, the terminology they use is like yeah. some people are saying like first says Packers interested. It, like like it says Packers interested in Darren Waller. Then yeah. it's like uh, Raiders engaging in trade talks with him. Yeah. Like it gets stretched mm-hmm. and stretched until people are like, oh, my gosh, this is happening. Exactly. Uh, it's Yeah, I get, it, like it got stretched. Like it, it's like playing a game of telephone. It just goes from one guy, and then it just keeps changing and changing and changing. It's like Raiders trading Darren Waller. I'm like, I did. I used that. I use that title on TikTok. I'm not going to lie. I was like, Raiders trading Darren Waller? Which one, which one? <laughs> <laughs> but like. Yeah, I, it's I a could, crime to clickbait. Yeah, <laughs> the only way, like, I think any team realistically would listen to any, like, would just listen to any trade offer, right? I don't think you just turn down anything. I think any team would listen, but that doesn't mean they're getting rid of him necessarily. You know what I'm saying? So if a team like comes to you and they're like, like, what's it looking like for Darren Waller? Well, it's like, we'll make us an offer, right? It like that's fine. It doesn't mean they're trading him away. It's just. If like they're like, we'll give you fourteen first round picks. It's like, okay, sure. Yeah, you know if they're like legit, we'll give you our entire franchise. Yeah, and and a bucket of chips, kiss on the lips. And, yeah, <laughs> and a, and a yeah, renegade raider Fortnite skin. <laughs> yeah. Then I'm like, okay, that's the greatest deal of all time. <laughs> Would you rather a hundred thousand dollars your bank account or renegade renegade winner? <laughs> but yeah, exactly. So like, any team's gonna listen to any deal. I guarantee. Even the Chiefs would listen to offer for like Patrick Mahomes and stuff. You know, if it's big enough, you're gonna listen. You know. Well, yeah. I mean, if an NFL owner calls you, yeah, I think in general they don't just like hang up, hang yeah. up on each other and be like, "What?" Oh. Yeah, you're gonna say, "What's it looking like on Pamela's ring?" Like, oh, <laughs> and just hang up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they're all. I'm pretty sure they're all like friends. They all know each other. They're all in meetings together, right? Like most of the year, all the owners meet. Yeah, so I I just think it was. Just one of those things in the news cycle that came up and it was randomly like, and people started taking it too far. You know, it's gonna be fine. Darren Waller is gonna be a Raider until, and then he's gonna get a contract, and we're gonna be, we're gonna be good because he's he's playing on no money right now. The man deserves real money. He does, but you know, Darren can wait just a little bit. Yeah, I mean, he coming off the practice squad, he got signed to. Oh yeah, they like like well, the the, the, the the contract that he got signed to for a guy coming off the practice squad it was, was amazing. Pretty yeah, pretty big actually, but. I mean, um, the but, Raiders, but for for one of the best tight ends in the league, which he is, yeah. it's not. <laughs> like the Raiders were smart to be like back this guy up, but now let's get to the the heartbreaking stuff that I don't want to talk about. Let's talk about the Nets. All right, the Nets got swept in the playoffs, which is it was fun to watch. <laughs> it was cool. I get it. That Jason Tatum guy is pretty good. 
And now all this stuff's like, I knew what was going to happen. Like Twitter's, my DMs are just full of family members and you and everybody. I can't go a second without saying something about KD. And now, and now KD's in this massive like argument, which is going to like probably be spread more tonight because uh, inside the NBA on TNT is coming out today during the playoff games. But KD and Charles Barkley are, are having like pissing matches right now. Do you think like KD needs to relax or do you think it's hilarious that KD's just always chirping at people like this? Uh, both. <laughs> I mean, I, I think it's it's who KD is. It, yeah. If I was in, I mean, it's hard to say if I was one of the best players yeah. in basketball, but if I was, I would like to think that I wouldn't yeah. be quite so quick to hop on mm. hop on the tweeter gram as KD is. But <laughs> yeah. uh, but that's just always been it's just always been who him. he is and what he does. He he owns the fact that he has burner accounts mm. and that he uses his actual account as though it's a burner account basically (laughs) (laughs) but i mean realistically is tweeting stuff out about how you're what what did he say he's he's like a god of basketball god and people are like you're really gonna call yourself that after that uh, playoff tweeting that out the morning after getting swept in the playoffs is like i'm the biggest kd fan but that whole response was so weird but someone called him out on it he's like he's like i'm just being like happy for myself you should be happy for me i'm like like what are you talking about dude like it's times like that if i'm getting sweat i'm just gonna lay low for a little bit you know i'm just gonna relax yeah i mean people joke about like there's always the cancun jokes is that once you get eliminated then like they go to cancun Uh but honestly if you get swept in the go first round, go bro. to can go, <laughs> yes. go to Cancun and chill out Just for a month. Just go relax with all these guys. <laughs> like, like go hang out with everybody else. That is yes. first round exes. You go. It's live always it up. it's always that yeah. It's like you said. It's always that joke. Where it's like LeBron and Katie and Paul George all in Cancun. I'm like, dude, yes, go, please, relax, get on. Don't be on Twitter for a little bit. It's gonna be rough. It's especially if these because like the um, the Celtics look like they're one of the best teams in the league right now, like defensive wise too. So it's like, I knew it was going to be hard. I was a little too cocky because I was like, I was excited to see Kyrie come back and like play his, you know, his last team and blow him out. Didn't quite go that way. So now it's even harder that way. Now that like the, like the Lakers, the Nets season is also now officially yeah. a failure. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, not, not as much, but I feel like, no, with, like, like being a first round sweep exit yeah. is is pretty bad. P- pretty yeah. much a failure. Well, both of our being both of our, literally yeah. the favorite to win the championship. Both of our teams, it was like you're going to be in the finals or it's going to be a failure. Yeah. So looking back on the season, what do you, who do you think is most responsible, or why do why do you? Because well, everybody right now is attacking KD, but that's because KD is like like he's the one that you attack. Yeah, he's the one. <laughs> not you necessarily attack. like I don't know that. I mean, also, he's, be, he's not yeah. most responsible, but like. Like he yeah. he's he's the target. Wait, he, he, he yeah. just is, and he yeah he's been for a while now one of the yeah. one of the players in the league that's just kind of easy to hate on. I exactly, like. but you can't hate on Katie's like his um like his athleticism or like just how he plays. But you can hate on his off the field stuff and his stuff like jumping from team to team, like stuff like that. That's what we can hate wow, on. And people are hating on him playing too. Didn't he miss like ten shots the other night? Okay, we can't have bad games anymore. <laughs> I mean, Wait, I'm, I'm just saying if he if he was a better basketball player, they wouldn't have got swept. That's Real, cool. that's, realistically, that's, if he played clean. If he played better, they would have won at least one game. <laughs> I'm not saying that he played awfully, but yeah. I'm saying that he could have done better. <laughs> Thank you. Somebody, somebody could criticize his on-the-court <laughs> okay, yeah. on performance. That's true. But, yeah, I just think it's also easier because, like, he's going to be a guy that you can potentially get a chirp back from on Twitter. You know what I'm saying? Like, 
if you're attacking a player, he's the most likely to respond back. And that's what makes it even more exciting. But if I had, I don't want to point fingers, but like Kyrie himself came out and he said like, I, his thing made me a little mad because like, I guess I could have been a distraction, me not playing. Well, his statement was just so like obvious. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because like, he said like, yeah, looking back, it probably wasn't great for the team that I like was missing games. Yeah. And, like, yeah. And uh, like wasn't there, and I definitely mm. could have been a distraction. It's like, mm. yes, Kyrie. Yes, Kyrie. Exactly. I'm glad you acknowledged yeah, that. I'm everybody glad else you... acknowledged months ago. <laughs> I'm glad you acknowledged that. And like now, people are attacking Ben Simmons, and he's only been on the team for like a month. So I'm like, well, now I feel bad for Ben. Ben's a weird guy. I don't know what he's <laughs> going through, right? And it's like, like Calvin really like mental stuff. It could be stuff like that, but like now people are attacking him for like like not playing and stuff. Well, I think. Um... I, mean, the, I, I think the net season has just been a disaster and everybody's yeah. getting caught in the crossfire. How, yeah. how much do you think should fall on uh, Steve Nash? How, okay. much, how much should he be? I was for? quick to be against Steve Nash because he's, it was his first year as a coach. I get that. But like some of the, the rotations and stuff, like some of the rotations, I'm like, this just doesn't make sense. Like what's going on right now? And I, I get it's hard because I know like KD and Kyrie are on the court. Like, I get you want to play that offense, give them the ball, and just let them ISO and be by themselves. But obviously, that doesn't work all the time. Like, the Celtics showed that they can stop that style of offense. So, like, something needs to change. You have to be willing to, you know, play a different role for a little bit in that specific game. Do you think that KD and Kyrie are both still uh, two of the best ISO players in the league? I, I, I... I think I, th- I think they're st- I think they're both up there for sure. But I yeah. think I think that there reaches a point where you, uh, you need creativity. I think I think so too. And I like it's hard because Kyrie's still twenty nine. Uh, <clears throat> Katie's still like has years left. But like now there's guys like Jason Tatum and stuff, and who are now becoming the faces of the league. You know, and it's like as years go on, these players are going to get better and better, and the players that we've seen are going to start to go down and down. So eventually, there's going to be a point where the players we've always have loved are now below, you know, the new guys coming up and we're gonna just have to realize that. I don't know if it's now, but Jason Tim looks like he's gonna be one of the best players in, in the league. You know, so. yeah, I think he I think he's already he's, like, he's already one of the best players in basketball. Yeah, because I like I, I think LeBron and KD are like in like the best like some of the best players in the league. I think Giannis is the best player in the league, I would say Giannis probably Because what was that so that was the the tweet that Katie initially responded to that started everything right was something about it, I think it was a claim yeah. that something about it's time to acknowledge yeah, that okay. LeBron and Katie that was are, where the Kate the LeBron and Katie yeah. are not still the best players. That's where the Katie and she responded and said, "I'm a god." <laughs> <laughs> That's where the Katie and Charles Barkley beef started because Charles Barkley <laughs> said that Katie was a bus rider and it's time to start looking at Katie and LeBron as not the best players in the was league anymore. Bus rider does that mean that like, yeah, like, ring yeah. chasing, hopping around? I think so, but. Scott, yeah, <laughs> got him. Yeah, I mean, that, that that almost somebody could say that almost sounds like Charles Barkley is uh, salty that he never got a ring. Exactly, it's right? Al- almo- almost feels like he's kind of taking out his own. Yeah, and that's why issues on KD. And then again, bit. like we said, you trip, but I got like KD. KD's gonna start posting pictures of Charles Barkley with Hakeem and Moses Malone, like he's doing all over Instagram right now, saying, "Where would Charles be without his his big brothers?" <laughs> I think KD and Kyrie and LeBron and all those guys, they're gonna continue to be some of the best guys in the league, I do think this younger generation is now starting to even surpass some of them. And I think we're going to start to see that more and more, you know, and I think we're going to have to hand it to some of these guys. Some of, some of these dudes, like, it's just rough, man. Like, they, 
it's it comes a time when you realize like some of these guys just need more help you know you can't really do it all on your own like i saw people on twitter talking about this because all it's coming out of who's the best player in the league right now i saw people saying that steph curry's always been like slandered in this conversation like it's always been like lebron's the best player in the league and people are like finally people need to start realizing that steph has been has always been here yeah i mean i yeah i i'm of the mindset that steph has in some regard he's always been really well appreciated but mm-hmm. i also i think people look at him as though he's like oh it's like other yeah like, like we're talking like best players in the nba oh and steph's a good shooter but yeah. here's like the good like these are the leaders these are which uh-huh. i i think he deserves to be in the like i think so too conversation for best player people just look at him because he's he's a, a pure shooter because yeah. he's a great shooter people almost hold that against him exactly that they're like Oh well, he's not driving to the basket like mm-hmm. LeBron and that, or Giannis. Like, yeah, of course he's not. That's not who he mm-hmm. is. And people take that as like a knock against him. We're like, well, he's not going up and you know he's not slamming it down every every game. I'm like, of course he's not. You know, like that's not the role he plays. That's not the player he is. And it still doesn't make him any less than some of the like one of the top players in the league. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think he's he has been consistent, consistently one of the best players for. A super long time last year i think there could have been a, a case made for him to win mvp yeah if his team was better uh was the only thing holding him back but do you think the team he's on is maybe why some people always like don't talk about him because it, it was like the, the warrior dynasty so people are like don't really want to talk about that anymore they're like oh they I, we get it they won so much let's stop talking about the warriors now i think people almost look at the warriors as though they're like uh almost like oh that's so, that's so 2016 that's so 2015 yeah. mm. <laughs> like, um, it, it it is weird because they were the peak of basketball yeah. discussion. Like for so that, long, they were headlining everything not that long ago. Uh-huh. But um, yeah, now people don't talk about them as much as they should. But the Warriors have, I mean, when healthy, the Warriors are a good basketball. Yeah, exactly. Team. And they they just have been like you said, when healthy, they've just been like Clay Thompson just have struggled with injuries and stuff. But when they're all on the court, they play amazing basketball. And Jordan Poole, too. And Jordan now they've got Jordan Poole. Hey. Which leads us into, what do you think about most uh, John Morant winning most improved? Okay, so we were talking about Because that was this. Draymond Green. Yeah. Um, obviously, incredibly biased towards his own teammate, Jordan yeah. Poole. But he said, Jordan Poole, Jordan Poole not winning it. Mm-hmm. They should rename it. <laughs> yeah. Basically, basically yeah. he was saying there, there's no way it can be most improved and not give it to Jordan Poole. Yeah, okay. So that's what... I think, as we were talking about this earlier, I think we had a different view on what most improved meant. Because I always thought it meant, I guess, I don't know, I don't want to say you were bad, but you were like a lesser, like not as good player, and now you're up here with like the good players. So that's why I was always confused, or I was confused, like, John Morant run one rookie of the year, how is he now winning most improved? Because I feel like it's a rookie of the year, that means you did really good, how are you now winning most improved? I, I guess I always took it as you were bad, now you're good. But I guess it doesn't always have to be like that. Yeah, because I think typically people tend to look at it as most improved means a guy that was like a coming off the bench, yeah. not really that big of a role type of guy to uh-huh. now he's like, like he's solid, he's established himself in the rotation or uh-huh. whatever, which I think that's what a lot of people look at it as. But I mean, I, I don't think it inherently has to be that way. Yeah. Um, because yeah, like you got a guy like Jordan Poole, I think finished fourth in voting. Yeah, he went from averaging. Obviously, there's a lot more that goes into basketball than just point totals. But to give you an idea, last year Jordan Poole averaged 
12 points. This year he averaged 18.5, and he finished fourth. Four, not fourth. Fourth. He, he, fin- <laughs> he finished fourth. He finished fourth in most improved voting. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and then you've got guys like um, John Morant went from last year, he was rookie of the year, yeah. and averaged 19 points mm-hmm. to this year averaging 27 points. So there's tremendous improvement there. And yeah. I honestly think that's also, I, I mean, I think Jaw deserves it actually. Um, which I, th- I think, at, like when I first saw he that he won, I was thinking like, hasn't he been really good for a while? Somewhat it feels that way because he's been good the entire year. But I mean, averaging the same amount of minutes, really, he averages eight points more yeah. per game. I think the question is whether most improved is somebody going from like Bottom tier. Go, going from here to here or from here to here of like yeah. And then there's an argument to be made about which one, which is yeah. More it, is to it do, from like here to here to go from being like really like one of those like d tier guys yeah. to c tier or from b tier to a tier yeah or, or does it encompass that it. whole thing right like like what really does it encompass i guess now it's showing that it, over the years it's showing it's the whole spectrum now it's both john winning it this year especially well, i think there's an argument to be made that going from uh where jaw was at last season to where he's at now. this year is more i think potentially more difficult than going from here to here yeah. because as you get towards the top of the NBA, it's like a pyramid where there's less and less guys yeah, that are, uh-huh. that are able to do that as you exactly. get higher and higher level. So I think, I mean, there's just not very many guys out there like that. Um, Almost harder too to go from here to like, like John Morant, if you're like, uh, like a starter, right. And you've been, you cook your rookie year and now you're still doing this year. It's like, Oh guys, haven't like figured him out yet or whatever. But if you're coming off the bench, right. And then you're going to hear people don't really know you, you know, you can kind of come out from like the woodworks and kind of start cooking. Like that seems easier than going from what John did his rookie year to even better his second year. But that's almost the, the way that I typically think of most improved is because I, I understand the argument about why it's weird for Jaw to win it because he is only in his second year. Yeah. His first year, he was great. Mm-hmm. Um, as good as you could have hoped for from a yeah. rookie and was trending upward and yeah. this year continued to trend upward mm-hmm. where his whole career has been like this yeah. versus um, somebody that potentially has been in the league for a little bit longer and then like didn't do that great last year then and had, had a jump. breakout, yeah. which, where they're like kind of more like, that yeah instead mm-hmm. of just that's why i always pictured it it was like because this year, year and now it's up most improved but he's on a trend of improvement is tough yeah. to arguably should he have also won last year because he improved from not even being in the end <laughs> that's true can you be being bo- rookie of the year <laughs> how so, can you improve more than zero points <laughs> he, he went from being so bad that he wasn't even in the nba had yeah, no points exactly. no points in his career to all of a sudden <laughs> Like, dude, yeah, he's scoring zero points a game, playing zero minutes, and now he's rookie of the year. That seems like most improved player to me. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. Like, that seems like he was a pretty big yank. <laughs> like, that's what I'm like, whoa, man. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. We talked about Tyler Hero probably getting sixth man of the year. Well-deserved, do you think? Yeah, I mean, I, he, there's no other. Yeah. Yeah, he, I mean, he's just a... Yeah, he's I mean, just he's, six he's, man of the he's year. He's just gonna win it straight up. He's just six man of the year. <laughs> he's just that man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, early on in the year, there were other people, but I rem- I remember back in the days when there's still hope for the Lakers season, and it looked like mm-hmm. Melo had a shot at six man of the year. <laughs> but boy, had did that ship sail. Do you think we're gonna see a big 
like who do you think we're going to see the most change roster wise in the Nets or the Lakers, both who have had disappointing seasons? You think we're going to see the most change in the Lakers roster, or the Nets roster? Because the the Nets, Kyrie and KD, right after the game, or Kyrie specifically came out and said, "Was he's up for like contract soon?" They said, "Are you going to like what are your plans on that?" He's like, "When I picture the Nets, I picture me and KD like being like basically the GM of this team and like controlling the roster and everything." So people are calling him, you know, Kai GM and stuff now. So what do you think we're going to see? We're going to see Le GM or Kai GM cook more. What's the roster? I don't think I think. I wouldn't be surprised if LeBron's uh, power as a GM has gone down, diminishes from now on. Yeah, um, I mean, for one, Russ is out of there. R- Russ yeah. is not going to be in LA today. He just year. deleted everything. He, I mean, he uh, he has burned all his bridges. He mm-hmm. blamed AD. He blamed yeah. literally everybody on the Lakers and associated with the Lakers besides himself. Exactly. Yeah. Um, there's no going back from that and mm-hmm. playing with those people again. Yeah. He. Ha- one way or another, he has to be out of L.A. They just have to find somebody that's willing to eat that contract. Mm-hmm. They're gonna have, like, uh, is some like it'd be wild to see some like team that's in like their rebuilding years take him. Like, what if OKC takes him back? Like a young team. Well, I mean, in uh, he should go to OKC. He was good in OKC. Yeah. Maybe he'll be good there again. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, deep down, he's, I think he's still a good basketball player somewhere so in there. So it's just something that he just needs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure there's a team out there that thinks, like, oh, yeah, we can make him work. Yeah. Uh, but he's a what, – what, what is it in Mulan? He's a bit of a fixer-upper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's got a couple of flaws. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree. I think we're going to see the most change, I think, in the Lakers roster compared to the Nets roster. I think – was I, was, well, I mean, the, the Lakers already new coached anyways. Yeah, The Nets exactly. can have a new coach too. Who knows? Yeah. I I mean, that whole, like, both these situations are, are so weird because as soon as a season ends like that, like we've talked about earlier, so many fingers being pointed, you know, so many people being like, Ben Simmons, it's Kyrie, it's Well, it's, it's different when you, the expectations are just so high because yeah. um, that's not, I don't think that's normal Yeah. Um, in the sense that, you have teams that are first round exits all the time. Like mm-hmm. that happens all the time. Most, what were they, a seven seed? Yeah. Most seven seeds that are first round exits, it's not going to be like, how did this happen? What, yeah. what in the world? It's like, oh, whose fault is it. this? Whose yeah. fault is this on? It's like, yeah, well, the, like they're they were a seven seed. Exactly. They, they all season long they've been like that. When I, but in this case, yeah. it's like it's like no, clearly this season was a disaster. Who's yeah. to blame? Because somebody. Mm-hmm. To, they have to find a scapegoat somewhere. Most time when I think of the seventh seed, I'm picturing a team that has been working their way back up, like rebuilding back up. And it's like, oh, they made it this year. Like they're they're trending back upward. Not a team that was supposed to be here and ended so short. It's like, oh, this team, great. They like, they made it to the playoffs. Oh, they're, they're uh, first and exit. At least they made it this year, you know. The Nets are supposed to be like, oh, they're supposed to be in the finals. And now you're getting swept? It's like I saw a video of uh, some Nets fan. He posted it. Like uh, two weeks ago or something, mm. when the when it was announced, like the playoff, what the bracket yeah. was looking like, the seating, and he said something about, "I feel bad for the Celtics that they have to play us. <laughs> yeah. the, I feel bad that for the Celtics that they have to play us in the first round." <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then he was responding to people in the comments today. He's like, "Guys, I get it." <laughs> like those people are the the ones that are strongest, the ones that don't delete the tweets. I want to know how many tweets were deleted. Like. <laughs> 
<laughs> you know, like how many like sports tweets get deleted every year? <laughs> That's what I'm saying is when Twitter adds that edit button, edit button it's going to be wild. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe Elon could stop it now. Elon might stop it. I don't know what his where he stands on the edit button. <laughs> <laughs> we need to pull Elon and be like, edit button. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with both teams. Because I might... I'm still thinking about the edit button. <laughs> <My bad. laughs> I'm, like, I'm going to go back to a tweet, something I tweeted in like 2017 and just edit it that says, in three years, there will be a worldwide pandemic. That will oh, shut that's down good. The economy. <laughs> that's, that's good. <laughs> That'd be really good. <laughs> oh, you just put like old sports betting stuff. Like, yeah. You know, I bet, <laughs> I bet the Nets will get swept <laughs> in the first round of the playoffs. That's clean. <laughs> so the draft's coming up, right? And I just wanted to know, what should Raider fans, like how should Raider fans feel sitting back and letting the first round happen? Should we just be happy and just have a great day, you know, sit back, watch the other teams panic, knowing that we got Devontae with that first round pick? Yeah. Yeah, no stress. It's much it. less stressful. Yeah, just sit back and relax. Because how are you going to mess up a first round pick if you don't no, even have one? Everybody's going to be tweeting when that, what pick was it? The 22, I think. Tweeting. With a 22nd pick, the Raiders take Devontae Adams. And yeah. we're going to be one of them probably. <laughs> <laughs> too easy but yeah i mean just sit back and relax Raider fans like have a great have a great thursday you farted didn't you i did not was fart. that me how do you not know <laughs> how do you not know oh no it's worse well that's all we've got for you today <laughs> thank you so much for watching thank you so much everybody stay tuned stay subscribed we've got some guests lined up yes sir in these next few weeks some big episodes coming more than just me and Austin Thanks, and man. Ty. More than Ty. More than Ty. <laughs> People cooler than Ty. Thank y'all for everything, man. For TikTok, YouTube, Instagram. It's all been going up. All thanks to you guys, man. Thank you for sticking around. Follow us on MySpace. <laughs> What's our our fan? Oh, we what need a name for them. Fan? Our, the Jake Paulers. The Logan Paulers. You guys can name yourself in the comments and we'll we'll choose the best one. Yeah, we're... Uh, drop some comments saying what you want the fan base to be called. Yeah, the, drop in... Harvester, the, the, har the Harvest Nation. Yeah, the Harvest, harvest something farm related. Uh, Let's be careful though.